The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A funding shortfall could lead to a tidal wave of nursing home operators withdrawing from the Fair Deal scheme under which state funds the beds in private and voluntary run care facilities. Uh, Privately run nursing homes have criticised what they say is a large disparity in funding per bed between their facilities and those run by the health service executive under that Fair Deal scheme. I'm joined by the CEO of Silverstream Healthcare uh, Tom Finn. They run 11 nursing homes. Uh, Tom, good morning and welcome. Good morning Pat, thank you. Now can you explain the problem to us and how long has this disparity been evident? I think the fair deal is probably in, in around 12, 13 years now and I think in the beginning it was very much fit for a purpose but as um, people grow older and the uh, acuity or the dependency of, of uh, residents gets higher, the costs get higher and the fair deal hasn't changed to reflect the change, the changing dynamics of, of the uh, the sector. But, but in terms of the, the uh, HSE in nursing homes, they clearly, they have funded themselves rather better than they're funding you. Exactly. And that's, that's the main issue. Like, you know, and even as, as recently as last week, there were significant increases in the funds available to public nursing homes. And um, while I think you, in, in, this morning the HSE acknowledged that the cost of running those beds is higher than the private ones, their own, you know, the own value for money reports are very clear that there's no discernible difference between the actual level of care to be provided in, in those homes. Now, why do they say that their bills uh, to run their nursing homes are higher? Is it staff costs? Is it uh, holiday leave? Is it uh, maternity leave? Is it all of those things that are uh, perhaps different in the public sector than they would be in the private sector? It's very much historical. And I think historically, in fairness to the HSE, Public nursing homes did take a lot of residents that would not have been taken care of in the um, in the private sector at the time. Now, that has obviously changed, but in in reality, those costs are still there and will you know will continue to be there. So the staffing ratios are higher, benefits are better, and that, and that's the reason we lose one hundred percent of our nurses to the public system. So um, when jobs are advertised in the public system, your people depart rapidly. One hundred percent of nurses who leave us go to the HSE. Or ninety nine point nine. We we do that audit. Yeah. Now they would uh, say to you, then why don't you pay better? What do you say to that? We do pay. Our nurses are paid pretty much the same as as the public system. Um, the carers are definitely paid higher in the public system than they are in the private system. But it's not sustainable. I mean, if if are we, you talking I, about care assistants in nursing yes. homes so who if, would not if, be qualified nurses? Exactly. So if I give you an example in Cork, I have a brand new nursing home at a fair deal rate of eleven hundred and five euros per week. In a 400-year-old building down the road, the HSE are, are paying uh, two th- over 2,500 per week per bed. Uh, and obviously, if I have 2,500 per week per bed in, in my homes, I will pay uh, everybody the same rate and give the same benefits. But that's, that's not uh, feasible at the moment. Mm. And so you lose staff uh, to the HSE throughout uh, your uh, 11 nursing homes whenever jobs become available. Exactly. The sector at this point doesn't even attempt to retain those staff because they just won't stay. They come from abroad, we train them and then they immediately move into the private sec- into the public sector two years. And we've done audits and other groups have done audits and with respect to nurses, it's 100% of them will move to the public sector. Um, the HSE or politicians uh, who are looking at your uh, plea for more cash from the HSE will say, but aren't you profitable? You wouldn't be in business if you were unprofitable. So if you can't make money, just get out of it. 
a, if we look at report for, the, for 2022, since, since inflation started going up, I would safely say somewhere between 30 and 40% of all nursing homes now are not profitable. And I think everybody is uh, in, in processes with the NTPF to address this. 30 homes have closed. Um, you know, we have a group that, that's in the media recently that has, has issues. And we have obviously other groups looking at the, the fair deal and continuing in it. So it's, you know. So how do they calculate uh, what they give you on the fair deal? How often is it renegotiated? Because, I mean, costs, even at a time of low inflation, there still might be 2% increase in costs year on year. So how often do they come back to you and say, we are readjusting our, our prices? It's the, the agreements are put in place um, on either annual or biannual basis, depending on what the agreement is. The, the, the major issue and the issue that's that's raised and that comes surfaced in the last few weeks is well months and we we ourselves are in dialogue with the NTPF is that nursing homes that were in contracts or deeds as the NTPF called them prior to inflation so in Dublin you know I have I would have a home that has a weekly in, uh, a, a, an increase of 15 euros a week if I was renegotiating that now that could be as high as 60 or Tipperary for example where we get an increase of 20 euros a week the most recent, if you are negotiating a new contract now, that's close to 100 euros a week. So the big problem for homes that are already prior to inflation hitting, being in, in deeds, is that they're all running at a loss now. Because okay, but can they not renegotiate given the inflation situation? And that is what we're doing. We're, we, we are in a process with the NTPF. And you know, in, in fairness to the HSE and the NTPF, like this is really a government issue because both of those entities just administer the budgets they get. So yeah. it really comes down to a government issue in the Department of Health. But, but how come the HSE can, therefore, through the, the NTPF and the, the fund that is provided by government, how can they allocate more money to their own crowd and not to you guys? I think this is a question everybody wants answered. You know, why, why it's deemed to be necessary to increase public rates in the last few weeks by 10 to 15 percent, depending where you are, and be absolutely uh, reluctant to engage with the private sector who, who actually have a fraction of the, of, of the income. Now, one of the things you said is that the profile of the patients in nursing homes or the residents, rather, because not all of them are mm. sick, um, it, it, that it, it has changed over the years mm. since the fair deal came in. In what way has it changed? Well, there's three. There's three big cost pressures. So you have staffing, which we talked about. The second thing is the regulatory bodies generate a huge amount of cost, particularly in, 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 in older homes, which is very difficult to meet. And the third thing, which ironically is a very positive thing in that the HSE's initiatives for to keep people at home as long as possible is working. And that's great. But what happens then is that people come into our nursing homes far sicker. And okay, so if they might have gone in at the age of 80 and they were still sound in wind and limb, but they needed additional care, yeah. now they're coming in at 88 and they are pretty sick. Yeah, and if you look back at when Fair Deal started, the average length of stay in a nursing home was close to five years. Now it's not much more than a year. So that'll tell you how, how sick, sick people they are, are when, when, they, they come when in. they come in. And when they come in, that generates you know, a level of costs across everything, you know, equipment, technology, but most of all, it creates a much higher staff cost. And that staff cost is you know, anywhere between 65 and 70% of our total revenue. Now, when you're negotiating with the NTPF or with the HSE or even explaining yourselves, do you get a fair hearing, do you think? No, not at all. Um, they, they, they throw numbers out there and typically... 
uh, nursing homes accept them. A lot of nursing homes now are not accepting those rates. And in fairness to the NTPF, there has been significant increases in new contracts. But 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 a lot of nursing homes, including all of my eleven, are are currently in contracts pre-inflation. So I'm you know we're being seriously disadvantaged, particularly in rural areas, and and the cost of care doesn't matter where it is in the country, Pat, is pretty much the same. But yes, I you know we could have homes getting twelve hundred and fifty a week in Dublin, and it might be nine eighty in Cork, and yeah. that disparity is huge. And there's no logical reason for that because we you know we pay the staff exactly the same, the food yeah. costs. I mean, the same. They, they might talk about the cost of real estate in the Dublin area versus the cost of real estate in the country, uh, yeah. and that in some way reflecting upon it. But there's no doubt you've got to keep your residents warm. Mm-hmm. Energy costs have gone through the roof. So um, you have a case to, to, to make, but the question is, who will listen? I think, uh, you know, I think there will. You know, we're in that process with the NTPF. Um, we do have to make a, an additional submission to them next week. And, and I, I would be hopeful that common sense would prevail on this. Mm. Um, do they, by the way, look at your accounts to see how much yeah. profit you're making before? Because if they see, for example, that you're making exorbitant profits, they'd say, hang on a second, you're doing rather well, thank you very much. Do they have a look at that? Do, do they have a profit figure which they think on turnover is allowable, is reasonable? Yeah, they, we, we have to submit our accounts as part of the uh, renegotiation process. So we submit those prior to meeting with them. Uh, and based on them, then they, the, those accounts, they make a, a, an offer. Um, in the process we're in now, um, we've been asked to send in incredible amounts of financial detail in order yeah. to see, you know, is 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 okay. our, our claims valid? The appalling vista is. Uh, I mean, obviously, if people. Uh, can't get into a nursing home because they, uh, the fair deal no longer applies. Two things might happen. One, they have to fall at the mercy of the HSC. They'll have to have home care, whatever. Um, if they can't afford to pay privately without the help of fair deal, um, that's what will happen. Um, nursing homes which don't have a customer cohort uh, will end up closing. Yeah, I mean, and more and more are closing, and I and I believe, like, and, and you know, as a as a group and as a uh, you know, a, 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 I suppose one of what you would call a consolidator of nursing homes, um, every week we get contacted by people who you know individuals who want to exit the market, but most of those homes are not viable. Even for us as a group, they wouldn't be viable. Um, and they will exit the market. They will exit. They the will market. exit the market. They have to. And yeah. there's a shortage of places at the moment. The short and and you know the the, the demographics as it's changing, there'll be significant uh, shortages in the future. And mm. and what's happened now and and all and we chatted earlier. We are in in the process of constructing a new home, but to no, we wouldn't and no other group and no other individual or bank would entertain starting a new uh, nursing home. Uh, uh, construction at the moment. One, because um, obviously interest rates are higher and, and costs are higher. And secondly, because if you uh, if if the fair deal rates stay as they are, a 100 bed nursing home at the moment would probably be worth 2 to 2.5 million less than it cost to build it. Wow. Uh, so the, and and this, the, the, the risk of this now is that with homes exiting the market uh, and, and this void that's going to be created in the next year with no nursing homes starting, then, you know, in three, four, five years, there'll be a massive deficit of beds. Well, a salutary warning uh, from Tom Finn, who's founder and CEO of Silverstream Healthcare. Uh, Tom, thank you very much for joining not, us. Not the founder, you. Pat, but the CEO. Oh, okay, okay. Thank yeah. you very much. Not the founder, but the CEO. <laughs> All right. Thank uh, you very much. Thank you very much, thank Tim, you. for that. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.